This is a recording of a Facebook Live episode. To interact, receive exclusive tips and bonuses, be sure to join us live on the Facebook page at Claire O'Shea Coaching each Thursday at 10 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Now, let's dive into the show. Welcome to the Business of Dance podcast, where we discuss business growth, dance education, creating your dream business, and falling in love with your studio all over again. Now, here's your host, business coach, educator, and owner of Dance Energy Studios, Claire O'Shea. Hey guys, it's Claire from the Business of Dance. I'm joining you today for another live podcast episode. Now, normally I jump on on a Thursday at 10 a.m., but my doggo has been uh, in surgery getting nothing serious. So it was just a bit of a, a wacky timetable this week. So I apologize for this video coming too late via the Facebook page live, but it'll be in the podcast feed as per usual. Um, but I did have another podcast episode planned today, but it's been something that I've been thinking about and talking with my studio owner friends about a lot lately. And I just thought it would be great to sort of jump on and have a chat all about creating your dream timetable for the following year. So in Australia, we finish classes sort of in December sometime, and then we have our new year starting in January or February. Now I know if you are a listener from the States or Canada, your year structured a bit differently, but you know, depending on the seasons, I know some timetables change as well. But I have been going through uh, and I've tried a lot of different ways to timetable and I have a few tips and tricks that I thought I would just chat with you guys today and share about. Uh, Just because I try and have tried so many different ways to timetable in the past. So, you know, it's it's just one of those things. I had finished my timetable and it was, I was really happy with it. And then I had a change of with my team members. I had to start again, which is no one's fault, but I was already like, woo, real happy. And then was like, oh, start again. So that's always a busy time uh, as a studio owner with the lead up to the concert. And then also with planning your year for the next year. Now I have also been talking to my clients about trying to get their timetable out sooner rather than later, which is always really good to help busy parents plan and make you their priority in their schedule for the following year. But I do want to show you a couple of ways that I have planned it and sort of laid it out in the past. And depending on uh, the type of person you are, you'll like different ways. Now you can probably see in the back, I have like a giant whiteboard which I've been just sort of writing on and scratching out. Now that is more like availability for my team members. So I can do that. I did try and do my timetable on that, but because I have three or four studios, technically uh, rooms, not locations, um, it just wasn't really working. But I just want to sort of talk a little bit about some things to think about in relation to having a smooth transition into your next year's timetable. So once you've created the timetable, then you've got to get it out to your current uh, families and get them to enroll and then also get new people involved. So uh, one thing I always like to do with like a VIP or like a special enrollment period for my current families where they have priority over classes and then I open it up to the general public. And during that time, they might have special bonuses like a discount on their enrollment fee or um, a uniform discount or just the 
priority re-enrollment can sometimes be like helpful enough. So that is a really great way to encourage people to enroll as soon as possible. And then as well, you can start your advertising for the following year, you know, on all of the regular channels that you usually do. So some things to also think about when you're doing this is when you're actually creating your timetable. I know a lot of the times as studio owners, we often put ourselves sort of last, like filling in the gaps, but it is sometimes easier as well to really think about your strengths as a teacher as well, if you're still teaching in the studio. So what your favorite classes are, what classes you want to teach, if you need to be home with your family, if you want to work mornings and not evenings, if you want to have a day off. All of these things need to be thought about before you enroll, uh, sorry, before you, well, before you enroll students and before you create your timetable. Now, another thing I like to do earlier in the year is I get a, like I do a little questionnaire for my teachers so that they can kind of give me feedback on classes that, that are their favorites, days that they're available, uh, and I can kind of start mapping out that structure as well. So that's a really great way for me to be able to plan a timetable that without normally having too many changes, but that is one of those things that come up as well and that's just something that you can't help, but that is a really great way. And the best thing that I have done in the last two years to help with ease and flow of re-enrollment for the following year for our current families is that once the timetable is finished, before we send it out to people, before they can read it and ask questions, we go through it and we highlight recommended classes for each student or we highlight things that they could do or have access to and we give those out to each family in our studio so they have a personalized timetable. Now, yes, this does take time and it does, for some people, it might not be a possibility, um, but for us, it takes surprisingly less than we thought the first time. Myself and my office manager will just sit down and do it over a couple of hours. And then those uh, the, the parents that are re-enrolling that are already part of our studio they feel like we've taken the time because we do care and we've thought about their child and what we think is going to be really suitable to them. And then there's also less questions because they can clearly see which classes we recommend. Now, again, it doesn't appease it 100%. There's always things that pop up. There's always people who can't make a certain day and want to see if they can get to another class, but that's just a part of it. And then we refer them to like a welcome pack, which we've created, which has info about our teachers, info about the different classes, uh, and just generally information about the studio and the dates as well. Um, but that is something that I have just been sitting with and spending a lot of time doing lately. So I just wanted to jump in and basically just chat to you about that and some of the things that I've been thinking about. Um, each year it, for us it does get easier because we try out different technologies uh, to really try and see what the easiest way to do it. In the past we've tried to use our Danceware software and it crashed so then we used try booking and that didn't seem to work as well. Last year we used something called um, Wufu Forms which is just like a Google Forms essentially. But why we used it is that it took a payment. So we once we got their enrollment form, they paid their enrollment fee, which secured their place in the class. And that's the only way we hold their place for the next year. So that's something I would recommend as well. Um, if you are taking enrollments now, take some type of deposit or an enrollment fee to secure that child's place in the class. It really just makes them more committed to actually attending the class or 
intending to enroll uh, or coming the next year. And then also it gives you a better idea of the numbers you have in your current classes and then what classes you really need to focus on advertising over the Christmas break and the new year. So that's just some things that have been going through my head. This is sort of just like an extra little bonus. I will put this um, on the podcast on Monday, um, but I will also share our pre-recorded podcast through the feed because I did um, have a few visuals in this video, but I hope that's helping. I'd love to hear how your timetable is going. This is quite late for me to get my timetable out, but like I said, things pop up and there's no point stressing about it because it's just the way it is. So I am going to make a commitment to my friend to send her a copy of my timetable by the end of the weekend. And then I'll get that out to my teachers, get it confirmed. And then we will be sending that out to our families, hopefully very soon. So wish me luck. Hope that there's no more team changes. And I hope that you guys have either been blessed with successful and easy timetables and have it out or I know a lot of people who think it's just it's too busy time of year and they just can't even think about doing both, which is fine. But I would encourage you, if you can, for next year to even try and have like a draft one done. Or I know a lot of people who are very, very clever who just reuse the same timetable year after year, which is amazing to me. I don't. I would love to be able to do that, but everything seems to change. So. It's one of those things. But I hope you guys are having a great week. I hope that you are having a stress-free run-up to your concert season. And I look forward to speaking with you guys soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Business of Dance podcast. For show notes and other episodes, please go to businessofdance.net slash podcast. To learn more about Business of Dance and stay up to date with all the episode releases, as well as lots of extra studio tips and tricks, please like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. If you have any questions, topic suggestions, or wish to be a guest on the podcast, please contact us at podcast at businessofdance.net. We appreciate you taking the time to rate and review us on iTunes and wish you a great day. Stay tuned for next week's episode. And until then, keep dancing your way to the business you have always desired.